feeling the pressure put I'm in control Learning the business I'm putting the work and I'm ready to go And if you're scared Don't be Just listen to Tony What's going on guys? Hope everyone's having a phenomenal day As you can probably already hear I'm on the road But you know what? I love recording on the road I really do All of my best ideas All of my most creative I mean my juices just kind of flow when I'm driving And so sure the audio may not be as pretty as it would be in studio Sure you're going to hear my clicker every now and then Or it's going to be not the best audio But what I can promise is that the content is going to be absolute fire Better than when I'm in studio to be honest I don't know why it just flows so much better When I first started doing podcasts I would do them in my car And I, I don't know For me it's my car is my place So I want to talk about marketing guys And why your marketing sucks Now I'm going to be very upfront. I'm going to be very honest in this podcast Because a lot of you are frustrating me A lot of you are What's the word? Well that's the word You guys are frustrating me You frustrate me Because I talk to you guys And you have so many ideas You ask for advice You ask for input And I'm sure I'm not the only person That you're asking input from I'm sure you study other people And you want to do all these things But then you don't do anything And even if you do it It's half-ass Or even if it's not half-ass Maybe you know there's, there's so many reasons why it's not happening And you guys are so good at giving me excuses Seriously, if making excuses were a competitive sport A lot of you guys, you would be first round draft picks Let me just tell you that right now You would be extremely valuable prospects You would be on every draft board You would do amazing in fantasy football You would be just top notch prospects If making excuses were a competitive sport And so I want to kind of eliminate a little bit of that here today on the show And talk about your marketing And from a very real, raw place Tell you why your marketing sucks Tell you why you're not converting Tell you why you keep doing things And you're not seeing the results And in my opinion, there are four main issues When we talk about marketing with content Or content marketing, right? That's why, that's my phrase, content marketing And I want to get into all four of those Number one And really it's number one with a bullet It should be number four Because if I were to follow the podcasting rules of the universe You're supposed to leave your best point for last So that you can increase listening time And the algorithm likes you better And on and on and on But who cares Point number one is you're afraid You're just afraid man You're afraid to get judged You're afraid to bother people You're afraid that it's not going to work You're afraid of all these things. And so the first thing that I would say to you is if you want to really get good at this marketing game, you have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And not only just believe in yourself, but you have to believe in what you're doing. And here's where I feel like if you're going to get into a business, you have to either be really passionate about it or be really knowledgeable about the subject matter. Because let's say, for example, you want to jump into the finance business and you want to help 
people save up for retirement. Well, that may not be your passion, but if you're really knowledgeable about IRAs and all these different retirement plans and you know your stuff, then you're going to see the value in it. You're going to be able to explain compound interest. You're going to be able to explain how to avoid all these fees and you're going to be able to provide value because you're knowledgeable or if you're passionate or both. So you got to really believe in the product. You got to believe in what you're doing. And if you don't, then people are going to smell a phony from a mile away. I mean, people are not going to resonate with you. I've talked about this ad nauseum on other podcasts. So you got to believe in yourself. That's point number one. There has to be a strong foundation of self-esteem in order for this to work. If you don't have it, it's not going to work. No matter how much you know how to run Facebook ads, no matter how much money you have, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be good because you don't believe in what you're doing. So that's point number one. And when I talk to entrepreneurs about running ads, one of the most common objections is, well, I don't want to annoy my audience, right? I don't want to annoy my audience. So they'll say, well, it's because if I post five videos a day and I'm trying to sell something, I'm going to annoy my audience and they're going to stop following me and they're going to unsubscribe and they're going to go away. And here's the reality of the situation, guys. If you understand how to market, if you understand the platforms, if you understand how these things work, then you know that there's a little something, something called dark posts. A dark post is just that, a dark post. And I'm not talking about uh, a dark theme like we all have on our phones, like you should have on your phone. Uh, I'm talking about dark posts. And what a dark post is, it's a sponsored post that doesn't show up on your normal feed. When I tell people that they can do this, it blows their mind. Literally, it blows people's minds that this is real and that this is a thing. I've known about dark posts since 2015, guys. It's not something new. Everybody can do it. Most businesses do it. And anybody that is serious about marketing, in my opinion, has to do it. So here's how a dark post works. When you see a sponsored post on Facebook, let's say, for example, Toyota. Toyota puts out a video for their new minivan or their new pickup truck. And you see it as a sponsored post. In many cases, what's going to happen is if you then go to Toyota's Facebook page and you try to look for that specific video, you may not find it. And you may not find it because it was created as a dark post. So dark posts aren't shown to your entire community. They're shown to only who you want them to be shown to. And that's where you create your ad. So you don't have to worry about annoying your followers of having five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 ads running all the time and that they're going to see it. If you run this properly, then they're not going to see it because it's going to be a dark post. So let me give you an example. I was talking to a photographer who wanted to run some ads. Well, she was running some ads for a Mother's Day photo shoot promotion that she's doing. Mother's Day is coming up. It's the end of April. Like NSYNC said, it's going to be May. 90s joke, by the way. (laughs) It's going to be May. And she was running a promotion for Mother's Day photo shoots. 
So when I asked her how she was running her ads because she wasn't converting, she said, well, I have this one post and I'm running it to men and women ages 16 to 65 in my state. That is way too broad. You're never going to convert at an acceptable rate if you do it like that. So what do you have to do? And this brings me to point number two. Point number two is know-how. You have to educate yourself on how these things work. You have to really learn. You have to either go on YouTube, go on Google, just educate, really educate yourself on how to run these ads. Because what I found, guys, is that most entrepreneurs are good at their thing. For example, if you are a photographer, you might be very good at taking photos. You're very good at editing photos. You're very good at that skill. But you're not good at marketing. It's a completely different skill set. That's why it's valuable to either educate yourself or have somebody on your team that can help you learn these things. So if I take that same example, this Mother's Day promotion, if I run a blanket generalized ad to everybody in my state, it's never going to convert. So where entrepreneurs get scared is they'll say, okay, but then if I have to break it down or if I have to segment my audience out, then I'm going to leave other people out. And so there's this FOMO, there's this fear of missing out that if I target to a more specific group of people, say instead of men and women, only women, well, you'll say, well, what if there's a dude out there that wants a photo shoot? I'm going to exclude him from my ad and I'm going to lose business. So the way that you can overcome that fear is you have to micro segment your audience. Here's how you do that. Guys, I'm giving you everything. You know how much I could charge for this info that I'm about to give you right now? Thousands of dollars. So let's say instead of running ads to men and women ages 16 to 65 for a Mother's Day photo shoot promotion, you got to break that down. You got to break it down into subsets. So maybe one subset could be the mothers themselves, right? So one ad could be a video specifically to mothers saying, hey, it's Mother's Day is coming up. You know, if you'd like to have a photo shoot with your children, here's a cool promotion. And you run that video or you run that, that piece of content to women in your area between the ages of 26 and 52, right? That are mothers, that have kids or that are married, whatever the case may be. So you run it to that specific subset of people. Now, to avoid this FOMO, what's the next thing that you could do? Okay, you already ran an ad for mothers to take photos with their kids. But what about people that don't have kids, right? So now you can run an ad to, for example, sons and daughters. So you can have one video for sons, specifically for sons that might be males between the ages of 18 and 31 in your state, just males. And you say, what's up dudes? Hey, have you bought your mom her Mother's Day present yet? No? Okay, blah, blah, blah. Here's this promotion. Here's a cool idea. Here's what I can do for you. And you run that to dudes in your area that would like to give something nice to their mom. Then you make another video and you do it for the ladies, for the daughters out there. And you say, what's up ladies? Mother's Day is coming up. Let me ask you a question. Have you bought your mother her gift yet? No? 
Well, I hear I got something for you. And you run it that way. For husbands, you run it to husbands. You run it to married men between the ages of 24 and 46 in your state. And you say, hey, husbands, don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. Don't do what my husband does and forget the present. Have you gotten the present yet? No? Here's what I got for you. She would love an awesome photo shoot. And you run that. So can you see how from one promotion, you can break that down into five, six, or seven? And that's just off the top of my head. If you really wanted to get in the weeds, there's a ton of stuff that you could do. You could run one for grandmothers. You can run one for aunts. You can run one for so many different subsets. But that's a much more targeted ad that is shown to less people but has a much higher probability of actually landing. So those are the kind of things that we have to think about, guys. Because if I make just one blanket statement for everyone in the world, then it's not going to hit anybody. It's too general. It's just vanilla. So nobody wants vanilla except for my kid, but he's weird. Everybody else has their flavor. So what's the flavor? What's the flavor, right? And so the next objection is people will say, oh, dude, I mean, I run one ad and it costs me 50 bucks. If I have to run five ads or six ads, that's way too much money. I can't afford it. But the reality of the situation is that instead of spending 50 bucks on one generic blanket statement for everyone, it's honestly much more productive to spend 10 bucks on each individual subset. So if you have five subsets, you're going to spend the same $50, but with $10 with each subset. And that's going to be way more effective than just the one. I promise you. I absolutely promise you. So the know-how becomes important. And as I mentioned previously, a lot of entrepreneurs don't have that skill set. The skill set is the craft. It's the thing that they do. If they're a good cook, they know how to cook. They have a restaurant. They have a catering business. They have a meal prep company. They're very good at that. But nobody taught them how to market. Nobody taught them how to run ads. So the know-how becomes extremely important. It is in your best interest to learn how to run these ads, to learn about segmentation, to learn about target marketing, to learn about your niche, to think about creative ways to break it down and speak to a very, very specific group of people. Very specific. So that would be point number two, the know-how. Point number three, and here's where it kind of starts to get a little bit personal. So point number three, I'll jump into right after this. What's up guys, this is Ray, Tony's content manager. And I want to take a quick second to tell you about Tony since he won't do it himself. Tony is principal broker of Real Team Realty. He currently sits on the Forbes Magazine Real Estate Council is a NAREP chapter president, and is the director for business and real estate for the Utah Podcast Coalition. He is also currently nominated for Realtor of the Year in Utah. In other words, he kind of knows what he's talking about. Oh crap, here he comes. Back to the show. All right, guys, welcome back into the show. We're talking about why your marketing sucks. We talked a little bit about the know-how. We talked a little bit about self-esteem, not being afraid. We talked about segmentation. We talked about a whole bunch of different things. Now I'm going to get into more of the emotional aspect of this uh, with point number three, which is you have to be results-oriented. 
And when I talk about being results-oriented, what I mean is you have to analyze from an objective perspective what you're doing. So if something's not working, it's because you're doing it wrong. Point blank, that's it, nothing else. If you're running ads, if you're doing marketing and you're not converting, it's either because you're targeting inappropriately or because your creative sucks. Your content isn't good. People don't want to watch it. People don't want to consume it. Nobody cares. And so it's always one of those two issues because if your content is good, then it's only a variable of how many people see it, right? So if you have good content, but you're not converting, it's because too few people are seeing it. That's an easy problem to fix. You just have to pump more money into it or change your segmentation just a little bit. If the creative is not good, that's where it gets tough. Because nobody wants to be told that what they're doing isn't good. It hurts our ego. It hurts our pride. And I get it. I've been there before. I've run ads and it didn't convert. Or I've made videos that I thought it was a great video and nobody cared. So you have to take the emotion out of it. When I talk to people who are running ads or who are trying this and they're new, you're going to fail. You don't know how to do this. It's okay. But if you allow those micro failures to just cripple you, overwhelm you, disappoint you, bring you down, then this just, it's not for you guys. I'm sorry, but this business thing is just not for you. Go do something else. Go do something else because this is all about test and learn, test and learn. Because let's go back to the example that I talked about in the previous segment of the photographer with the mother, with the mother's day promotion. Let's say you break it down and you have your five subsets, sons, daughters, husbands, women themselves, moms and not moms or whatever. So you have your five subsets. Once you go through the ad, now you have data. Now you can analyze, okay, the sons responded better than the daughters. Okay, when I ran it to husbands, my conversion was lower than when I ran it to the moms with their kids. Okay, the moms without their kids, just them by themselves. So now you have data points and you can accurately track what works and what doesn't work. So that's how you learn. If you know that when you run ads to husbands, you're getting DMs, you're converting because husbands like to gift photo shoots to their wives or to their moms or to their aunts or whatever, now you have an important data point that can help dictate what you're going to do in the future. But what, what ends up happening is we don't analyze that data either because we, we don't even segment in the first place. So we just have this one mass glob of nothingness or we're too emotional. We're too emotional to even have that conversation because you have to accept that if you ran five subsets and two of them were successful, that means three of them sucked. And the human mind is conditioned to focus on the three that sucked versus the two that actually converted. That's the interesting thing here. That's the switch that has to be made. It's okay. It's okay. If something didn't convert, that's fine. But now you know, and that knowledge is what you're after. Because over time, now, as I said, you can take that information and help it 
and it can help you craft your next message, craft your next set of ads. So you have to be results oriented without all the emotional baggage. Just forget about it, guys. Because remember, they're dark posts. So nobody knows. Nobody knows but you. Nobody saw, I mean, nobody knows but you. This isn't being published everywhere. You're not going to be on the news saying that, oh, this photographer is a terrible marketer. Oh, this real estate agent just sucks. They re-. Nobody's going to know. And even if people knew, nobody's going to care. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. And that's actually something that helped me out a lot psychologically when I was starting, when I finally realized that nobody cares. Because most people, when you tell them, hey, nobody cares about your business, again, they'll take it the negative way. And they're like, oh, that sucks. Nobody cares about me. But the way that I was taught was I can fail and nobody really cares. Who cares if I made a video and it didn't convert? Nobody cares. So that should give you complete freedom, complete autonomy to do as you wish, to test and learn, boost and unboost, post and unpost, and just educate yourself and become an expert, a master at running ads for your campaign, for your business, for your craft. And so be results oriented, learn the data, learn to analyze the data, find somebody that knows how to do it, let them do it, listen and learn without being emotional. And the last thing that I would say is point number four is if you say that you're a creative, which again, not all entrepreneurs are creatives. So this is where it gets tough. But if you consider yourself a creative, define creative. What is a creative person? Creativity comes from the word create. So you have to have the ability to create something that doesn't exist, to come with these ideas, to have them come off the top of your head. So when you're talking about these campaigns, how you're going to structure them, who you're going to talk to, how you're going to talk to them, that's creativity. And so you have to learn to be creative within this space. If you're creative when it comes to food, if you're creative when it comes to graphic design or interior design or whatever, learn to apply those same creative principles to marketing. The same way that you're very good at coming up with new recipes or coming up with new products or new systems, how do you come up with new angles to market stuff? So if you say you're a creative, prove it. Prove it. Test and learn. Create something. Bring about these ideas and see if they work. Throw them into the marketplace. That is how you can make sure that your marketing, if it sucks now, that it doesn't suck in the future. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. It means so much to me. If you like this podcast, share it, pass it on. Find me on Instagram, underscore Tony V2. Shoot me a DM. Until next time. Thank you.